What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cozy Podcast. Uh, it's been a while since we've chat, actually. I uh, did a whole season. What was that in 2021? We had some good chats. We met some really cool people. Um, I was in a bit of craze, actually. I was really enjoying it. I was just catching up with some friends uh, across, you know, across the pond since uh, I'm based in Switzerland. And I haven't seen most of my, you know, friends, family, things like that from across the globe, especially with the pandemic. It was quite difficult. But um, yeah, for the most part, uh, things have been going well. Um, you know, uh, it's been, I can't believe it's already been a year since I've been doing most of my recordings. Uh, I had a bit of a pause, which was unfortunate, but due to my uh, work and my career, I had to put a lot more focus into all of my work and planning, um, putting on one of the biggest uh, uh, events uh, across Europe, which was uh, a great experience for those who know me, know what I do in the sports industry. It was a great experience, uh, but quite difficult um, considering obviously the pandemic and a lot of the plannings, um, you know, planning mechanisms that have to be put in place uh, to adapt to COVID. So but uh, I don't want to digress too much away from that. I'm really happy that I'm back here, um, here to announce that I'm going to be recording again. <laughs> um, I had a couple things where I've posted uh, just kind of some things that where I've, I've been recording myself and just kind of some talking to myself. I ended up deleting those episodes because um, I'm, I really want to get some more structure into my podcasting. And the goal here of the Cozy Podcast is really to have meeting, you know, discussions with people, with real people. And also get to, you know, like know people from across the globe. I think that's what we uh, figured out in the first season. Um, I mean, I have to apologize to probably about four or five episodes because of how busy I got near the end. I wasn't able to publish probably a good five to eight episodes. It was really unfortunate for me because they were some great episodes. I'm hoping that I can probably still release those. Um, if all goes well and I can find the time to produce them, I might release some season one uh added episodes um because they're there they're recorded um they're in good condition they just need to be tweaked a little bit and made to sound better and then be ultimately released um so i think i have somewhere between three to five episodes that are in good quality unfortunately three of them were lost in a backup when i was changing computers and to those people i apologize but um uh, yeah like the first season was great i think uh we had a good chance to meet some people from a different parts of the globe and uh, season two is gonna look is looking to be just as good. Um, so today I'm I'm here to introduce you a little bit to the season. Um, this season I've actually wanted to include you on my journey a little bit. Um, I unexpectedly stumbled across a project. Um, now I'm gonna give a bit of a disclaimer because for those of you who probably don't necessarily maybe follow this type of uh, of the of the world right now, if you ha if you don't follow it, you probably should because it's definitely going to be the future. But we're still not unsure of what it'll be, and uh, here come those keywords that'll probably either scare you away or make you more interested. So, ultimately, Web 3.0 and cryptocurrency and NFTs. Actually, I'm sure you've heard a lot about NFTs, which uh, stands for non fungible tokens have ultimately been the biggest craze since I would say, well, cryptocurrency has been around since like 2014, if not earlier. Um, I'm sure we've heard a lot about Bitcoin, Ethereum, 
and these large currencies and such, such that have, are decentralized away from banks. And this has led to an, a, a massively growing community in the Web 3.0 space. Um, for those who don't know what Web 3.0 is, I'm not going to go into too much in detail on it because I'm actually not that technical on it, but I'm hoping that this season will really give non-crypto, non-NFT, non-Web 3.0 people, which is most of the people I think that listen to this, a little bit of information of what it is, but then more importantly, my journey kind of falling into it because uh, there's this application that I was uh, recommended from a friend of mine and I stumbled into this community and it's it's drastically changed my life. Now, financially, it's been a, a bit of a, a scare, but that's ultimately what uh, cryptocurrency and uh, that type of thing will do to you. But at the same time, it's also been incredibly incredibly helpful on my growth development and it's actually led to me being probably in the best shape I've ever been in my life um and if you can yeah I I got rid of a personal trainer I stopped going to the gym for a bit and I kind of fell into a little bit of a a gap again which I think was very similar to like the 2020 situation when we were in the pandemic and then this app really saved me so here is season two. Uh, this is episode one where I'm just going to give you a bit of an overview of what I stumbled across, my story, how I came across this. And then the idea of this season is going to be linking you to this new community that I was able to discover and then possibly giving you some insight into these, you know, these keywords or, or these uh, trigger words for some people, Web 3.0 or Web 3 for short. Uh, non-fungible tokens, or NFTs for short, and cryptocurrency. Uh, I think these are things that if you don't know anything about, or if you've maybe been like, I don't really care about any of this, I think you should start thinking about it because it's definitely the future of you know our world. And this app actually helps bridge the real world with that. So I'm hoping this will help some people and give you guys some uh, insight. And uh, it's if I had to speculate, people are saying that this is the same thing as the um, basically the tech age where we had the dot com, uh, where basically the internet and uh, Apple and Microsoft basically changed the globe, uh, which is Web two or Web two point So this is now Web three point which is now like completely decentralized. Anyway, so let's get into my story a little bit. So. Just to catch you guys up of where I've been, uh, so I did that. Uh, I did that that event that I helped plan. Uh, it was the whole time I've been in Switzerland. That was the purpose of why I was here. Helped plan it, and everything went really well. And then ultimately had to make a decision about where I would be if I would stay in Switzerland, if I would leave Switzerland, and ultimately decided to stay in Switzerland. Took on a full time job. Um, with a large, uh, one of the largest sports federations or sports organizations uh, in the world, not only Switzerland, uh, but then again, Switzerland is also the hub for all of those. So, which is quite help, which is you know quite big. So, I'm really in the center of the sports industry, and I'm watching from all the sides. And uh, you know, my LinkedIn is quite common for posting jobs on that. That's been a lot of my side things has been posting uh, jobs and staying in touch with the sports industry. Uh, from that side and events and uh, have been trying to work on some projects on the side there with 
uh, cozy events, which I want to be a bridge or a portion of uh, the cozy pod- podcast and my brand. But it's still building. It's something that I wanted to build towards a consultancy and so forth. But back to the to the journey. I've been working now at this uh, organization now for uh, ooh, it's been al- already about eight months. And I think things are going well. I'm very well established in Switzerland and I'm enjoying things here. So things are all going pretty well. I, you know, I'm financially stable. Um, started doing some investments and things like that, which is uh, the signs of a good adult, I suppose. Or a, 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 yeah, a growing adult, I suppose, is when you start uh, saving for the future and building for wealth rather than just spending your money on random things. And with that liquidity of uh, wealth and uh, the ability to invest... I was a little more open uh, to taking some more risks. So basic investments were things that I did. But then recently, I was talking with um, my manager and my and my colleague and friend, and he told me about this application. Now, the name of this application is called Stepin. S-T-E-P-N. And Stepin is basically an application that exists on your phone, that tracks your physical activity specifically related to walking, jogging, or running. And what that does is it ultimately pays you out in tokens based on digital shoes, which are considered as non-fungible tokens or NFTs. So most people who are probably thinking about what NFTs are NFTs are ultimately, I think you guys have probably seen it, it's just like JPEG images and so forth of, uh, you know, it can be anything from really ugly looking trolls to bears to the most popular one, which is the Board 8 Yacht Club. Um, There's so many different ones nowadays. And unfortunately, the biggest thing that I've heard is that most of those are not going to really last, but there's so many different projects now, which is quite cool. And an NFT is basically based on cryptocurrency or held up on cryptocurrency and the blockchain. Now, again, I'm not going to break things too much down, but the blockchain is essentially, is essentially like a net, a network of connections, uh, that links NFTs, cryptocurrency and so forth. And it allows people to validate authenticity of a given JPEG image, file, document, contract, whatever it is. Just to give you some context, some of the biggest companies, for example, like uh, in football, uh, as well as some other organizations, are using blockchain currently to validate and authenticate uh, tickets, for example. So when you purchase a ticket to a football match, when I say football, I mean soccer for those back in uh, North America, um, the way that they're able to validate that ticket and authenticate to know that it's not a fake is through the blockchain, which is quite cool. And the blockchain can be based on any different types of network, which is linked to a cryptocurrency. So some cryptocurrencies that you can think of are Solana, Ethereum, uh, Bitcoin, I believe has one, but I I don't think it's really meant for its network. Uh, Cardano, which is ADA. Uh, There's a few, there's there's many, many, many. And I, I, I hope that we can give you some context on what some information on some of that is, so some web 3.0 learning, but I'm not the guy to do that. So anyhow, I took up this app 
and I started uh, looking into this app to learn about it, right? And it's your it's your typical like cool app. Uh, as it, as I said, it's built to to make you physically active, but there's tons of gameplay mechanisms that are involved. But the reason why I referenced investments at the beginning is because the investment on the app in order to get started, at least when I joined, now it's much, much, much less expensive to join. But when I started out, Solana was at price about 98 US dollars per Solana. At the time that I had joined, which was the information I received from my colleague, he was making, uh, well, the token that he was making, which was in the application of walking, jogging, or running, was valued from somewhere between $7 to $10, which means he was making somewhere around $300 a walk, jog, or run. So you can imagine from my side, okay, I have a really big difficulty with trying to walk, jog, or run in the morning. It's a habit that I've been trying to form for ages. It's so difficult to do. Physical activity for me, I know is key, but I just never had the motivation to do it. You know, what would, what would get me off of my my butt and put me outside and make sure that this habit was formed? And usually it was like trying to find ways of accountability. So when I paid for a personal trainer, when I paid for a gym membership, when I had someone join me on runs, uh, when I started doing my, when I did my first half marathon, those were things that kept me accountable, right? Those were things that eventually led for me to do it. And then eventually it faded because I either stopped seeing that friend that I did the half marathon with. I didn't go to the gym a bunch, but I was still paying money for it. Or the personal trainer had to leave and then I had to stop with it. So there was always like changing factors. But the thing about this was basically every single day you could make a given amount of tokens with this virtual NFT shoe And it could lead to profitability, to money. Now, it's not a guarantee, but at the same time, even just the possibility to make some money by being physically active, I knew that that would incentivize me to get up off my butt and actually go work out. Now, I always say ass, so I don't know why I wasn't saying ass. I was trying to be like PG-13, but we both know that that's not me. So anyhow, I ended up buying into this app. Uh, It was the FOMO. For the people who don't know what that stands for, it means fear of missing out. And uh, definitely felt the fee- the FOMO when people were making ten dollars uh, uh, a token off of walking, jogging, or running. And with this, I was seeing, like, I was physically seeing my colleague cash out into U.S. dollars three hundred dollars a day. So for me, it was like, all right, it's not guaranteed, but if I can physically see this happening in front of me, like, if I put some money in towards it then it can be an investment and hopefully it can lead to profitability. Nothing's free in life, but if you put, I know that people who have money make money. So I was like, all right, I have some liquidity. Let's make this work. So I believe I invested at upfront, if I'm not mistaken, I think I invested about three, 3,000 US. Yeah, around 3,000 US, 3,500 US, which is steep. But at the same time, it was the possibility to be physically active. Like if you compare that to like a CrossFit membership out in Switzerland, for example, you're looking anywhere between about $1,500 to $2,000 depending on. So for me, it felt like it was justified because I was like, I'm going to go spend this on a CrossFit gym 
and has to go to the CrossFit gym every, you know, I think it's like three or four times a week or whatever it is, but I'm gonna have to get there and do that. So I was like, what's the difference between this, except for the fact that it's based in NFT crypto web three, which means that I can learn more about that space because it's a huge space that's opening up. And even if I just learn that it's worth the education as well. So I figured it was a a decent investment, even if I was to lose my money, which I think is a huge piece here before I keep going. You know, when you're going to make an investment, you have to be willing to lose that money completely. And I was not ready to lose my money, but if I did the next day, I wouldn't like lose sleep over it because it was something that I I wanted to do. And NFTs is one of those things where usually you have to drop a whole bunch of money on like a stupid picture and you have to just wait and sit and it's quite scary. So for me, I was like, you know what? This is worth the investment. So I bought a couple shoes. Essentially, I bought these couple shoes. There's like an inside the app, there's an in-gap, like an in-app marketplace, sort of like to an app store on your Apple phone, on your iPhone. And you basically just buy it out. But before you can do that, you need to understand how to convert what we call in the the community fiat, which is like normal currency, like Euro, Swiss franc, uh, Canadian dollar, US dollar, so forth, right? Like proper, like physical currency and converting that into spot. The nickname is called spot. And uh, yeah, fiat and spot, I believe that's the correct... And uh, I'm just going to quickly double check to make sure I get that right because I don't want to make it wrong. I'm going to check my crypto app. See, this is the, this is, this is the thing. You want to make sure that you're saying the right things. Crypto wallet. I think it's called Spot. It doesn't want to help me. My Binance wallet. Yes, Spot. So a Spot wallet is essentially your cryptocurrencies and a fiat wallet is your normal currency. So... On an exchange, you know, things like Binance, um, Crypto.com, there are also a whole bunch of other swap apps. There's a few, there's a whole bunch of them, um, which if you have any questions, you are able to interact with this podcast on anchor.fm and you can ask questions, send in a, an anonymous like voice question or something like that. Feel free to hit me up. But essentially you have fiat currency that you upload in with your bank account as you would normally. You can either usually pay for it with a credit card or whatever. And then you use that to purchase crypto. And the ecosystem at the beginning, the only ecosystem that existed on this app was Solana. So you basically had to purchase Solana. Well, not necessarily. You could purchase a stable coin like USDC, which is the US dollar coin. A stable coin is basically the equivalent of a US dollar, for example, but in a cryptocurrency called the US dollar coin. And it's it stabilizes around a dollar, so then that way you can put it into crypto without actually putting it into crypto, if that makes sense. So if you wanted to, you could switch into US dollar currency or coin, and you could take that and send it over to your, uh, to your wallet, as they call it. Um, I believe it's called a soft wallet to be very technical. And there's a soft wallet that exists on the app uh, that you create, which has like a seed phrase that locks it so you can make sure it's secure and no one can steal it and hack it. And then you have a spending wallet, which allows you to spend in the in marketplace. 
So essentially, you cha- you would either buy this U.S. dollar currency or coin, or you could buy Solana, uh, which is the the base currency to purchase in the marketplace. And then the 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 last one, which they ended up adding a little bit after I joined, was GMT, which is uh is classified as the green metaverse token. And that's ultimately just like a stock token or coin that uh, exists to the app itself. So you could have bought any of those three things and then you'd send it over the blockchain to this application's uh, wallet, to your soft wallet. And then from your wallet, you could either do exchanges between them. So meaning you could change uh, US dollar coin, uh, yeah, US dollar coin, so the USDC into Seoul, which is Solana or vice versa, or into the other currencies that you have, which is either GST, which is the green Satoshi token, which is the one you make when you're walking, or the green metaverse token, which is the one I told you about, which is essentially like a a governance stoke token or like a a stock token uh, in the application itself or the business itself. Now, I know that's a lot of mouthful, and I I hope that you're able to follow that far, but essentially, you, you change this, you change your regular currency, into cryptocurrency, and then you put it on the app. Now, now you have Solana sitting in your app and you can now purchase a sneaker, right? A shoe. Now, when I had it, I took that 3500 and Solana at that time was about $98 per Solana, which is quite expensive. I think it was about $1,500, $1,500 a shoe at that point because it was like 13 or 14, no, 15 Solana a shoe at the time which is really, really pricey. Like when I thought about that, I was like, wow, this is a lot of money. So I I ended up buying two shoes. Uh, One was a walker and the other one was a runner. And I figured, okay, this is perfect. I'll have one for running and I'll run every day. And then when I can't run, I'll walk. Now there's another layer to the game completely, which, oh, this is where I'm going to probably lose most of you. But it's another key piece to understanding NFTs and crypto and Web3 is you can actually mint mint an NFT. That's what, that's what creating an NFT, basically taking that JPEG image and putting it on the blockchain, it's called minting. But you can actually mint another shoe from two shoes, which are called parent shoes. And ultimately, the... Two parent shoes create a baby shoe and your baby shoe has zero mints on it because obviously it's brand new, but it's also at level zero. So the two shoes I had originally bought were actually mint twos, which means they were, that's why they were so cheap when I bought them. So I bought like a mint two walker and a mint two runner. Inside this ecosystem, you're only able to mint when they're at level five. Right, So when they're at level five, you have to level up using the tokens that you have and you reach level five. And once you reach level five, you can mint them together. So that's what I did is I think I bought them. They're like, I think they're mint two level fives, both of them. And I started just like having some fun and just walking and running and running and walking. And I I did that. uh, I think I ran about three, four times a week and then walked once or twice a week. And I basically did that every day, uh, building into the month of May. I started on, yeah, I think it was started on the 29th of, uh, of April. 
leading into May. So I invested into this and then I started doing it and it like people were making decent amounts of money. I was like, you know what? I'm going to dive into this ecosystem a little bit more to learn more and understand it. And well, ultimately what I didn't realize is two things were happening simultaneously over the month of May as I was walking and running. Now, the first part of it is the most positive part of it. So I'll start with that. My physical activity, I started, I went for a run with my colleague, uh, my manager, the day before I, I, or a couple days before I bought in. And I couldn't do a three kilometer run, okay? I, did, I think I did a two and a half kilometer run without being exhausted. It was absolutely pathetic. Like I couldn't, I was out of breath. I, I wasn't enjoying it and I was like, I need to stop. And then I went into the gym and I, I did like some some proper like, muscle training. But that's where I realized like my cardio was horrible. Like my cardio is really, really bad. And cardio is a huge piece to like being healthy. I know that most people don't like cardio. I mean, I hated cardio, running, uh, jogging. I, I enjoyed a walk here and there, but I was like, it wasn't something that I was like eager to go do. So the first thing, as I said, over the course of this month of May, was I was starting to become very physically active, walking or running, mainly running, three to four kilometers every single morning for the entire month of May. And just to give you some context of what that equated to is I have a picture on my phone, well, from my Nike app, that shows how much I ran and walked a little bit in the month of May. So I ran 27 times, lasted about an 11 hours and 20 minutes for a total of 102 and a half kilometers for the entire month of May. If you had told me before I bought in, even though I already put this in my head, like I told you that I knew that this would be an investment in some way. If you had told me that I would run more than 100 kilometers in the month of May, I would have told you you were nuts. I would have said, there's no way I'll do that because I hate running. There's no way. But that's what I did. I reached the end of May and I was absolutely stunned by the results. I was feeling better. I was waking up in the morning and I was refreshed. I was working better. I had a much better self-esteem. My motivation was better. I was getting things done. Like... I think I wasn't I wasn't really sleeping as much because I'm still a a late night I'm still a late night person so meaning I go to bed around midnight uh even when I don't want to but I was waking up every single morning at like 6 6:30 in the morning to go on my 3 4 kilometer runs and this habit alone can you really put a price on that I don't know I I mean I don't think you can because there are some people who will go their entire life not being able to do that but It was absolutely amazing. And the second part to that first thing that I was, is was I was learning about this community that exists. Web3, NFTs, minting, uh, cryptocurrencies, all of these things were becoming more, you know, second language. You know, I understood it a lot better. I didn't feel like I was a complete noob, newbie for for those who are listening. Um... Which I think is, you know, as I said, was part of my investment. I knew that it would be educational. 
and also good for my physical health. And again, how much money can you place on the value of both of those things? So that was the first thing that was happening in the month of May. The other thing that was happening in the, in, in the month of May was <laughs> cryptocurrency was starting to have one of its biggest bear markets that it ever had, that it, that it has ever had. Now, again, now I'm going to have to explain some investment terms because these are things that I recently learned. The difference between a bull market and a bear market. So I'm sure whether you are in cryptocurrency or NFTs or Web3 at all, I'm sure you know, or even if you just know a little bit about investments, you probably know what a bull market is. So basically, when investments are rising and think and stocks are going up, and crypto is going up, you know, Bitcoin is going from 30 to 40,000 to 50,000 to 60,000 to 70,000 to 80,000. That's what they like to refer to as a bull market. Because the bull just keeps on running, right? I, I assume that's the, the explanation. And ultimately, it just keeps going and going and going. And, you, and people are buying and buying and buying. And it's just completely contributing to the ecosystem. A bear market is when everything is crashing. So when everything is crashing to the ground. So in the month of May, as we all know, the climate that's currently going on, the pandemic is still going on, but we're just kind of trying to recover from it. We have the, the war that's going on in Ukraine with Russia right now where people are sending resources or governments are sending resources across the world to go help out Ukraine. If I'm not mistaken, this is something I'm, I, I've said a few times that I heard, but I think people were also paying in cryptocurrency and sending it to Ukraine because it's decentralized. It's something that's not govern, government-monitored. like So it's something that e very easily, you know, you could send like, I don't know, two, three million dollars to Ukraine without having to worry about the tax repercussions and things like that. So I think tons of people were sending like, Bitcoin and things like that to Ukraine and cashing out on it. And ultimately what happens is when Bitcoin and these things like are cashed out, the bear market continues and the coins start to crash. Same thing right now, the investments start to crash. But because of the economy that we're in right now, where we have businesses struggling, where we have the resources from Russia that no, most of Europe and, you know, across the world use, um, prices tax like um prices on yeah taxes on things and prices for things are dr like drastically going up like if you look at the trends right now it's absolutely ridiculous uh, obviously the most of the stats that you see are around like the United States but every country is basically experiencing the same you know economic downtrend right now or bear market if you're referring to an investment or cryptocurrency terms because of the climate of what's going on right now. Like it's, it's absolutely unavoidable. Just to give you some context, Bitcoin, I believe was at 80 or 90,000. I'm going to give you some actually like proper result, like stats here because I'm not really someone who follows. Da, 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 da. So at one point it was at $68,000. At November 9th of 2021. Since then, now, at the recording of this pod of this podcast, 
it is now at 27,000. So it's now at less than half of its cost, you know, in six months, seven months. So that's obviously the cryptocurrency side. But then on investments and stuff, it's the exact same thing. Anyway, I'm, I'm straying away from the, the app again. But everything has been crashing. So that's the second thing that was happening while I was having these great habits and learning and, you know, my investment was going towards it. Additionally, throughout the month of May, I decided to contribute more money to the app because I wanted to level up in the game. There are some cool functions in the game. For those who are interested, feel free to reach out or to do some Google. There is what we would call the white paper for any type of NFT project or things like that uh, or projects that exist. If you're interested in checking out what Steppen is, I highly recommend it. It's white paper, one word, dot Steppen, S-T-E-P-N, dot com. You can read about it a little bit, learn about it. And it's basically like the Bible. It tells you everything you need to know. And, it, you know, the first line is Steppen is a Web3 lifestyle app with inbuilt GameFi and SocialFi elements. It's built around Essential daily activity for most people moving around and they're the first project to effectively bring life to uh, bring to life a functioning move and earn concept and they won like fourth out of 500 plus projects at the Solana at a Solana hackathon. So as I said, you're equipped with NFTs in the form of sneakers by walking, jogging or running outdoors users earn game currency which can either be used in game or cashed out for profit and the idea of the app uh, their mission statement I guess you can say is is that Steppen aims to nudge millions toward a healthier lifestyle combat cl climate change and connect the public to web 3.0 all while simultaneously hinging on its social fi which basically like social dynamics to meet people and so forth aspect to build a long-lasting platform fostering user-generated Web 3.0 content. And it's currently only in the public beta phase. So it's only been around for six months. So it's quite crazy how quickly this has grown. And the daily uh, new users has been ridiculous for like the last month and a half, two months. So this is my bit of my introduction to this app and I wanted you guys to learn kind of what was going on with me personally uh, because this has become my life like I'm not like it, I had to do lots of research you know obviously when you invest money into something and you invest a decent amount of money into something you feel financially but also morally responsible for to like research as much as you can, to know what the best moves are going to be. At least that's me. I don't know about you guys, but when I put money in something, I want to know that that money's working for me. But if I was to sell off everything that I have right now, I would have half, half of what I had before, just like Bitcoin has gone by half. Now, look at that how you want, but I'm also in a setup where if all of a sudden it hits a bull run, I could be looking at some very good profits, but at the same time, we don't know when that's going to be like any investment situation, uh, you know, all investments, things like that. Like I'm, I'm in normal investments as well. And my, even my, um, my, what's called my portfolio manager told me that, you know, it's the best time to buy stocks right now because everything's at its lowest. 
And that's just crazy, you know, like put more money in, put more money in. But ultimately, that's all you can really do and then hope that the market will eventually go back up. But I think I wanted to pull away from that because like there's so many people now that are talking about, you know, losing money, making money. And uh, yeah, it's it's important. Like when you put money in something, you want to see some some money back. But for me, what was massive about this was the physical activity the education that I had because I was researching all the time and I was learning things and I was keeping on top of things. But then it also introduced me to this new community. You know, this is where the social fi aspect exists in this, uh, in this step in application. And it introduced me to two different communities that I've never really been involved in. And uh, they're really highly linked to the, disc, uh, to the NFT, crypto, and Web3 space. One is Discord. So Discord is like a decentralized messaging service. So it's like, you know, if you're chatting through WhatsApp WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger or iMessage, all of that stuff is basically subject to being recorded and, you know, stored as data for either Facebook or whatever company owns it, right? Whereas Discord is a, is is decentralized and it's completely separate, I believe. If someone has if someone wants to correct me on that, feel free to but then the other one was Twitter, and I, I, I've never really been a big Twitter person. Um, it didn't really make sense for me to make like one one sentence statements or whatever, and then I was like, who is going to want to listen to that? But for this type of like community, it actually was great because, you know, you have an anonymity. You can stay anonymous, some people, and uh, so I labeled myself as Cozy uh, Step in Swiss. So for those who follow, who ended up following from the Twitter community over here and now, you know, now and know me as Cozy uh, from Step in Swiss, welcome to my personal community and brand community, which is the Cozy podcast. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy to have you here. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to branch out. And I, I, if you have questions or want to know more about me and what I do and things like that always down for, you know, a DM or, or, or a message or whatever. And I'm ho- uh, I'll definitely uh, share. I'm not shy at all. But with the hearing of like people getting hacked and losing assets and losing money and things like that, I had to create an alter, like a sort of, sort of like uh, Peter Parker and uh, Spider-Man. I had to create a, a different persona in order to make sure that I could maintain some anonymity and be, you know, be safeguarded a little bit and secure while having these conversations with people I don't know in a different community on Twitter. And then finally, just to bring it to a close, with my background in Clubhouse, Clubhouse basically in 2021 boomed, right? Uh, And in Clubhouse, I was spending a lot of time on there and now Twitter Spaces is something that's that exists, which is basically Clubhouse, but exists on Twitter. And you can have conversations with these strangers talking the same way we're doing right now. And I, it really reinvigorated me into that, you know, that conversation discussion. Uh, and this is what's gotten me out of the woodwork and brought me out of the closet, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, and wanted me to make you know, record things again and actually start having discussions with people. So I'm really excited for this second season. Uh, the premise behind the second season is going to be predominantly related to Stepin, to Stepin, 
But I also want to educate people on Web 3.0, on NFTs, and on cryptocurrency because I believe this is really, really valuable for what we in the in the in the crypto community or yeah in the crypto community referred to as the non cryptos. So like, you know, your grandmother, your mom, your sister, most people you know probably are non crypto. And the interesting thing about Stepin is that a lot of people who are crypto related or NFT related or Web3 related have been using this to get their, your family members, friends and such active and, you know, make a buck from it. You know, like I'd love to give my mom my walker now that I have like, I'm at nine shoes now. I was at 10. I just sold one, but I'd love to give my mom a walker and have her walk. Because she doesn't necessarily go out as often. Same goes for my sister. I'd love to give my sister a jogger or a walker and get her to be physically active. And there's a few people that I hope to introduce you to that have done just that. They've bought a bunch of shoes for their family members. They've gotten them healthy. They've give, they transferred over that physical activity. And that, you know, that healthier lifestyle aspect is the biggest piece to this app. But obviously the financial back to it the climate change side because they they claim that they're going to be spend they're going to be uh putting lots of money towards you know climate change and such which is huge but then also people learning about web3 so this is where i hope to uh bring you guys in and bring you into this world as non cryptos so you know if you hear this podcast share this with your family and your friends that are non crypto user yeah non cryptos but that are on stepping because I know that we in the crypto community, in the Twitter community, in the discord community are having constant conversations about stepping. We are all over it. We are versed. We are educated. We know the acronyms and we talk really fast and we have these great discussions on it. And it's awesome because it means we can stay on top of things and we can keep the discussion going, talking about what's good, what's bad, etc. But someone mentioned the other day, which is a huge piece, someone mentioned that like, I don't know, maybe two thirds of the users are actually non-crypto natives. And it's also one of the reasons why inside of our community, a lot of people have been like, this is bullshit. I'm losing my money. You know, some people, they don't understand as, as in most investments, they don't understand when to, you know, when not to put in certain money. Like you don't put your money that you need to pay for rent into an investment like this. Because if you lose it and you can't pay rent, who are you going to blame? You're going to blame the app because you put it in, but you're the one who made the responsible decision or an adult decision to put your money into an app that was based in crypto. So it's something very dangerous. But more importantly for me, it's more the mechanisms of the game to understand when they've changed things, to understand you know how it will affect you you know, they ch- sometimes they change prices to like mint shoes, for example, where like you have, you know, maybe you've been saving up as somebody who you're like, oh, I couldn't mint a shoe. And that's something I've been waiting to do. You know, maybe your grandmother's like, oh, I would love to mint a shoe. I'll save up and do it. But if your grandmother's not on the Discord or on the Twitter spaces and in Twitter, you know, which very likely she's not, how is she supposed to know that? So I'd really like for this opportunity to be about that so we can educate and give gradual updates as they happen. But on top of that, I also just want to highlight and introduce people 
to the community uh, that is behind Steppen, because I think that's the biggest piece actually uh, in Steppen is the community. It's the people that are actually hidden behind these. Yeah, okay, most of the people I, I meet that are in Twitter, for example, have these NFT uh, JPEG images as their photos, which I think is actually to maintain some anonymity. But it, it takes away from like Twitter spaces, for example. In my personal opinion, it actually takes away what could probably be like a way to actually build a force. And we actually have a lot more influence as a community when we all kind of know what's there. So I my, my basic goal for this, and I've already started reaching out to a bunch of people in the Twitter spaces, is my goal was to highlight people within the Steppen community and help settle some of the fear, uncertainty, and doubt, which us in the community referred to as FUD, if you've ever heard that before. And ideally, piece together a series of these highlighted community members so we can finally bring the focus towards more positive outlook, you know, like actually having one-on-one discussions with people from different places across the world, the same way I did in season one. Learn about them, learn about their journey because maybe they're crypto people, maybe they're non-crypto people. And then learning about their journey into Steppen, which I think is, you know, I think each person has a different journey and people love to talk about their stories. I mean, most people, some people are shy. I know, for example, there's a couple couples that I know in this, in this uh, community that they like more or less tag team. Like they, they, they like, they have their own shoes, but they tag team to kind of like, try to like progress and level up in the game. Which I think is cool because it's actually like bringing people together. Like this is another thing uh, that I've noticed is that couples, families are walking, jogging, running together and being physically active together, going outside, especially after the pandemic. How many people were stuck inside? So this move to earn app is incredibly inspiring and motivational. So as much as there's like a lot of things that are very sketchy, I'm sure you're wondering like, uh, what's this all about? This sounds sketchy, Ryan, et cetera, et cetera. I'd really like to bridge the crypto and non-crypto communities. Record this on Twitter spaces. So I'm going to still do this within the Twitter space, but I'm going to have a one-on-one discussion with these different community members. And then I'm going to release it on here, the cozy podcast and have it on Spotify, Apple for the non-cryptos to see. So I hope that this, this has been a good uh, description or introduction into season two. I'm not sure what it has to hold and I'm not sure how it'll end or when it'll end, but I hope you enjoy uh, kind of the journey of what I've come into in a, mo- in a month's time. I've fallen into this amazing community around this really cool project and it's struggling. I'm not going to lie because of the, 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 the downtrend of, of everything and the bear market, things are struggling the 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 token that was once once worth worth between seven to ten dollars is now worth twenty three cents. So before, where you were making three hundred dollars, you're now making maybe I don't know maybe fifty dollars, twenty dollars, depending on your shoes and how many you have and so forth. So it's quite scary, but the whole market is red. The whole market has gone down. So we're going to hear a little bit from, from people who are 
very, very bullish is what we refer to them as, meaning like they're so excited about the app. They're so excited about the opportunities. And maybe they have a little bit more liquidity, so maybe they're more open to it. But they're also going to hear from people that are very skeptical, worried about their money, not sure what's going to happen. But for me, what I want all of us to focus on is the people. I want real people to understand what's going on, right? So what is happening? Uh, and for you who are listening, I want you guys to learn a little bit about Web 3.0, cryptocurrency, non-fungible tokens, and about the stepping community that exists. So I think this is where I'm going to bring it to a close. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, this has been episode one of season two of the Cozy Podcast. I think that uh, this will be a chance for you guys to learn a lot. And uh, I'm really excited what the future has to hold for this. And it's going to get me passionate about things again. So thanks a lot for listening. Have yourselves a great, great day. And let's see where this goes.